When the angel said, you must call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins, it meant something. He wasn't named Jesus just because his sixth cousin, 24 spaces removed, happened to be named Jesus, and he was named after him. No. He was named Jesus because that name said what he came to do. He came to save his people from their sins. And the name Jesus means Jehovah saves. Jehovah saves. And you want to shorten it up, it means Savior. That's what it means. He came to be the Savior. And we ought to get it very clear in our minds. When it says to save us from our sins, it means in every respect. It means to save us from the penalty of our sins, which is everlasting punishment in hell, where men shall suffer forever and ever and ever the awful torments, not only of being separated from God, but the awful physical torments that that new body which they are given at the resurrection will suffer for all eternity. My friends, that's an awful thought. It's not something I like to talk about. It's not something I want to talk about. It's not something that people do talk about very much anymore. But we have to talk about it. The Bible talks about hell, and Jesus said more about hell than anybody else in the entire Bible. He's the one who said, it's like Gehenna. Now, Gehenna is a Hebrew word that means Valley of Hinnom. There was a valley southwest of Jerusalem, which was a lovely valley at one time. Just a nice place to go, the Valley of Tophet or Hinnom. And in this valley, during a time of apostasy, an idol had been set up to Moloch. And in that idol, there were arms from that idol that were stretched out, and fires were built under those arms, and little children were placed on the arms of that idol and burned to death as an offering to that false god. And when the people came back to Jehovah again, they said that this is such a horrible, such a wretched, such a miserable, such a terrible thing that has ever happened that we must desecrate this valley once and for all. And so they turned it into a garbage dump. And all the refuse and all the filth and all the garbage from the city of Jerusalem was thrown down there into that valley. And of course, there were a lot of maggots and worms that lived down in there off of that garbage. And they would set fires down in there in the garbage pit to burn up whatever they could of the refuse that had been thrown there. And occasionally the rain would come along and it would put the fires out and of course the maggots would die. And this was probably the most filthy, rotten, horrible, ugly sight that a Jew ever saw in Palestine. Now Jesus said, when he was talking about hell, 
He said, you see that place? There's a place worse than that. A place where the worms never die. And a place where the fires never go out. That's the way he talked about eternal damnation in hell. That's the sort of thing Jesus said about that. Men are going to hell for one reason only. Because they have sinned against a holy and righteous God. And you can't go to a holy and righteous heaven when you're a sinner. God will not allow sin to mess up his heaven. If you had only one sin in your life, one, if you had only told one lie once in all your life, you still couldn't go to heaven. Because one lie would make a holy, perfect heaven less than holy and less than perfect. The fact of the matter is your life is full of sin. Not just one, but full of sin. You're not fit for heaven. You're not fit to go there. You'd mess it up. It wouldn't be heaven with you there. And so God says you're going to go to hell. That's why men are going to go to hell. Because God will not have his heaven messed up. Not only that, because those sins of yours are an offense against that holy God who said you shall and you shall not. And you said, I don't care what you told me to do and what you told me not to do. I will go about doing what I want to do regardless of what you have to say. Get out of my life, God. You may never said it in so many words, but that's what it amounts to. When you sit against God, you're saying, I want to go my way. I don't care about what you told me to do. God says, if that's the way you are, there's only one thing left for you. Punishment. Everlasting punishment in hell. And that's the situation into which every last person is born in this world. He's born condemned to hell. He's born with a sinful nature that from the very earliest moments of his life will begin to manifest itself in sinful ways. He's born headed toward hell. He's on the road. It's not a matter of getting on the broad road that leads to the broad gate. You're born on that road. You're walking in your mother's womb on that road. Every last person ever born into this world except Jesus himself was born headed to hell. That's why we had to have Jesus come to do the job, a savior. Somebody who could rescue us from the terrible plight in which we have found ourselves because of Adam's sin and ours. That's what the word Jesus means, the Savior or the one who rescues. We don't use the word Savior too often these days, but every once in a while you see it in that biblical sense of the term in the newspaper. Here's somebody whose plane has gone down in the Atlantic or the Pacific or someplace and He's bailed out, and the Coast Guard goes out, and they look for him, and they look for two or three or four days, and finally somebody spots him down there in a raft, tossed among the waves, and they rescue him. And the newspaper says, 
Pilate saved. Pilate saved. And that's exactly the way the word saved is used in the Bible. It means rescued from a perilous situation. And every person is born in a perilous situation with the awful dark clouds of God's wrath hanging over him from the very moment of birth and even before birth so that at any moment in God's providence when those clouds might open and rain down fire and brimstone upon him, they might come. But the moment he trusts Jesus, the Savior, as the one who shed his blood for him, he is snatched from beneath that cloud of wrath and the sunshine of God's love shines upon him. And for the rest of his days, he basks in the love of God. Saved by a Savior, only a Savior could rescue you. Jesus is not just a name. It's a name that tells us that he came to save his people from their sins, the consequences of sins, the penalty of sin, and also from the sins and their consequences that they have in this life.